Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But it's Freehouse in front with 50 yards to run. And it's going to be Freehouse till the John comes right back in. They run to the wire. They get out. Freehouse and nose to Silver John. Serena Song ahead. Exotic word all heart on the outside. Serena Song has the call on all. It's time for Inside Racing, a full hour of coverage on everything going on in the sport of kings here in Southern California and around the country. And here's your host, Jason Levine. Yeah. Hey. All right. Good Saturday morning to all. Ho. How you doing out there? Here we go. So, what's happening in the world of racing? Plenty. Big news. Let's see. Where do you start? Well, Del Mar. Del Mar is open today, opening day of a 15-day meet. Used to be the Hollywood Park Turf Festival. Now there's a spaceship there, Hollywood Park. Now that's SoFi Stadium, not that anybody would know because nobody's been there yet. But looks cool. Um, but the Turf Festival and all that racing has gone to Del Mar, and they've done an excellent job. This, this meet has grown up, uh, I would say, uh, in the last three, four, five years, big time. And, um, yeah, pretty good card today. Uh, five turf races. The field sizes are better than they were the last couple weeks at Santa Anita, especially the pick five and pick four today at Del Mar. So that's happening. They're also running uh, nice cards at Belmont and Churchill Downs. And, of course, the Breeders' Cup. Pre-entries are out. The draw is Monday, which is great. And, and uh, Friday is uh, two-year-old day. So the five two-year-old races are on Friday. Uh, and then, of course, the big ten races are on Saturday. And we will be ready and loaded for you. Um, we'll have the Friday plays or analysis ready Thursday night by, I believe, 6 p.m. Pacific, as usual. So uh, it's a little earlier, obviously, with the Breeders' Cup on the East Coast at Keeneland. Um Although Friday, uh, the Breeders' Cup races don't start till well, about noon California time, so plenty of time there. Um, there are five undercard races, so we get a little bit of a chance to see how the track is playing uh, before the Breeders' Cup races are run. Um, topped by, of course, the Juvenile and the Juvenile Phillies on on uh, Friday. Uh, and those should be fun, always. Uh, so, whew, getting ready. A lot to, lot to pour through. Been having a good time. I know the handicappers have as well. We'll try to give you a little help here in a minute. Um, with a couple Breeders' Cup horses to look at, think about, check out um, before we get rolling. And, uh, man, I'm, I get more excited for this than anything. <laughs> this is the real uh, handicapping puzzles you want with opportunities. Uh, if you're right, 
boom. <sighs> the right kind of boom. All right, what else we got? Let's see. Well, shout out to uh, to yesterday. I was able to play golf, get out, <laughs> which is just a thrill these days. So thanks to my man Tom for making it happen. Down in Long Beach and Long Beach guys, Long Beach area, Rich and Kerry having a good time out there and uh, talking some racing and having some fun. Doing some betting on the course. A little Naira Betts app open out there. That's always fun. You know, <laughs> hit your shot and then check the phone. How are we doing? Do we hit the exacta? Uh, it's a new world, a brave new world. And the, the boys were having fun yesterday, so that was good. So thanks for that. If you're able to get out, uh, that's why a lot of people are playing golf. Uh, boy, it's nice to be out of the house and doing something outside, feeling pretty safe and, uh, and having a good time. So, poof, man, felt good. All right. Um, what else we got? Mm-mm-mm. so much happening oh um yeah vote if you haven't voted vote this is a big one big big election consequential <laughs> to say the least most consequential election in american history other than that no big deal so uh vote uh, a lot of people are voice is going to be heard this time so uh get out there and make it happen it's on tuesday but obviously a lot of people have voted early um, to want to make sure they get it in there. And why would you want to stand in line for hours and hours? It does not make sense uh, in a pandemic. That's nuts. So if you don't have to, don't. Uh, avail yourself of the opportunity um, to get out and drop your ballot off, which is what you have to do now. You, know, you can no longer mail it, but there's plenty of places to take it. So find out where they are. Make it happen. Um, yeah, do it. Important. Okay, uh, let's get back to racing. Oh, all right. Well, let's go Breeders' Cup first. Um, the weather in Keeneland looks to be excellent, which is really good. Um, Friday and Saturday look to be mid-60s and nice, which is awesome. And not a lot of rain this coming week either. So the turf course not going to be you know heavy or soft. Um, it always has some give in there because it, it is they do get moisture overnight and stuff, but uh, that's really good news, I think, for everybody. You don't want compromising, super soft, boggy ground, and we're not going to get it, so that's good. A um, couple horses for you to think about. Um, one on Saturday. Uh, just bear with me for one second here. But Saturday uh, in the Breeders' Cup turf I have mentioned uh, United from the Richard Mandela barn. Of course, that was our horse from last year. Uh, he's back. He's going to run well. Um, but the difference this year is, uh, what am I looking for? Oh, got it. The difference this year is that the Europeans sent some pretty strong uh, runners, which was not the case last year. And U.S. base horses ran 1-2, which is very rare in the uh in the Breeders' Cup turf, mostly because the Europeans sent kind of the C team. Not the case this year. And, but one of the Europeans who I think is going to be a little bit of a price, maybe six, seven, eight to one, is Lord North. And uh, the trainer of Lord North, one of the reasons I really like this horse, is John Gosden, the legend that is John Gosden. Of course, uh, began his career here in Southern California, what, 35 years ago? Something like that. That's when I was getting into racing in the 80s. And uh, he's as good as we've ever seen in the history of the sport. Um, he is that that good. When he sends horses, they're ready. He does not mess around. If they're not going to compete, he does not send them. Uh, Lord North is a very talented, improving horse. 
You have to throw out his last race because it was on ridiculously muddy, soft ground. Didn't like it. Didn't run much. But he ran a race in June at Ascot, Royal Ascot, uh, Group 1. And, uh, boy, did he explode in the last couple hundred yards. Uh, you like you know, European turf horses who, who can finish. And, and this is a horse that had a fifth gear. And that's what uh, caught my eye. So the combination of his ability to fly the last couple hundred yards um, and this trainer, uh, I believe Frankie Dutori will be riding. That's another bonus. So Lord North is, I believe, yeah, six, seven, eight to one kind of in that area. Watch out. <laughs> He's got a big chance to win that race. Um, the Europeans very well could go one, two, three in there. Um, yeah, really could. I think United is the American hope. I think he'll hit the board, but he's going to have to run a career race to do it because uh, one or two of the Euros is, is going to fire for sure. So Lord North is one to look at. Uh, all right. Um, for Friday, uh, and I think Steve is going to give you a horse to think about, as is Roger. Jay might as well. Um, a couple to consider in the Juvenile Phillies Turf, which is one mile at Keeneland. Tough run of the first turn, so you got to. We'll see what happens with the draw on Monday. But horses that'll be a little bit of a price: Spanish Love Affair, trained by Mark Cassie, who's had tremendous success over the years at Keeneland. Uh, Spanish Love Affair was second last time to a loose on the lead winner, who is going to get bet. Uh, I believe Spanish Love Affair will get lost in the wagering a little bit. She can really run. And uh, I think she's going to put forth a very strong effort at a nice price. And also in the same race, Plum Ali uh, will get bet, but I don't think will be favored. Maybe be five, six to one in that zone. Christophe Clement has had maybe the best year of his career. He trains Plum Ali. She's undefeated, and she can really close, too. I mean, she's got a huge kick. Uh, I'm looking for her to make some serious noise in that race. So she would be my top pick in the Juvenile Phillies turf, Plum Ali, and I'm going to use Spanish Love Affair as well and some multi-race wagers. So there's a couple for you to think about um, in the uh, Friday action. Uh, and again, there's five undercard races, then there's five Breeders' Cup races. Juvenile Phillies on the dirt, the Juvenile on the dirt, um, the two uh, um, mile races for two-year-olds, and then the juvenile turf sprint, I believe Wesley Ward has almost half the field in there, so he's likely to win that one. Um, he's just, he's the best we've got at getting two-year-olds ready to run on the grass fast. <laughs> All right. Whew, man, Breeders' Cup. Mm, that Breeders' Cup Classic is going to be epic. Wow, what a field. They're all healthy. They're all looking good, so excited about that. Today, also the last day, today and tomorrow, going to be the last big workouts. So a whole bunch of horses get their final workout today. You know, these are really good horses, so they should all work well. But there'll be a couple that don't, so that'll be kind of interesting. Um, and there'll be a couple that work brilliantly, and that'll be uh, interesting to, to watch as well. Though I don't put as much, you know, faith in workouts for these type of horses as you do for derby horses because, uh, you know, these are horses with proven form. So unless something crazy happens, the, the work should be good. Um, all right, what else we got? Um, well, let's go Del Mar today. Uh, they've got nine race cards, starts at 12.30, and the feature is a good one. Uh, it's the Catherine Crosby. It's always nice to see a Crosby name in there. Bing Crosby, of course, mainly responsible for Del Mar being in existence. So uh, the Catherine Crosby, a mile on the grass, 
Um, Phillies and Mares three and up. There's some Calbreds in here that we're pretty familiar with. Uh, this is just a very good uh, competitive race. Um, almost everybody in here has a shot, uh, a legit shot. You don't see that. There's eight of them, and you can make a case for all eight. I think Colonial Creed on the outside is pretty interesting. Um, might get a little bit of a price on her. Cordiality we're very familiar with. She's won 12 races in her career. There's a cowbred for you, right? Over $600,000. Pays to be a cowbred. Uh, Muchley has a big chance in here. And I uh, wanted to mention She's Our Charm. I believe Steve is going to talk about this race, but She's Our Charm, the, the four horse uh, in the feature, owned, bred, and trained by Ron McAnally and his wife, um, Deborah. And Ron McAnally, one of the legends of Southern California turf, of course, the trainer of John Henry, a great guy. And uh, I believe he's in his late 80s. Um, and just cool to see him have a nice horse. Uh, he trained the dam. She was very good. And she's our charm can run. Uh, five, five for seven hitting the board. She has three wins in seven races. She's got a lot of speed. She goes to the lead and, and tries to just make uh, every pole a winning one. And just really happy for Ron McAnell. I think he's got about eight horses, eight or ten. And uh, just cool for him to have, own, uh, you know, bred and uh, train and own this one. And so I'm kind of rooting for her. Um, and she's got a shot in here for sure. Um, so it's a solid card. Uh, the back half of the card better, I think, than the early part. Um, and uh, just excited about uh, Del Mar being back in action. There is a change in the pick six. It's kind of a give the people what they want situation. They are going to the 50 cent pick six. They were the last holdouts for the $2 um, and the change has been made, and they are now going to the 50-cent pick six with the jackpot situation. So um, beware that, that that starts today. So there's a little bit of a change there. Um, the pick four and the pick five, so successful um, with the lower levels there. They just decided to make the move and test it out and see what happens. So there has been a change there uh, at Del Mar. That's what they're doing. Um, Belmont and Churchill, pretty nice cards there. They got three stakes races at Belmont today. Um, so kind of looking forward to that. Um, where are my notes? Oh yeah. The bold ruler, uh, it's going to be a good race, uh, at Belmont and they got a couple of nice turf races as well. Um, yeah. Races six, eight, and nine. And I should mention mandatory payouts tomorrow. Tomorrow is closing day at Belmont and, uh, they have a pretty nice pick six carryover going. If nobody hits it today, the pick six tomorrow at Belmont is going to be big. Going to be probably three, four million dollar pool and about half a million carried over. So that's happening there. And uh, Churchill Downs today. Well, I'll let Roger talk about that. Um, one of the races there. Um, pretty nice card, top to bottom at Churchill. So there we have it. All right, let's bring Steve on. Let's make it happen, Mr. Pollock. Good morning. Oh man, here we go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> We've already had a few lengthy phone conversations. There's a lot of horses to talk about in these uh, in these Breeders' Cup races. This is fun. <laughs> you, know, you were you know you were talking about old time trainers with Ron McAnally. How about Barkley Tag? Uh, I get up yesterday to watch the workouts. Uh, hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh, on, on TVG, they're doing a great job of showing the workouts, and there's not as much going on because a lot of the horses are just jogging out there. And and there's 80-plus-year-old Barkley Tag on a horse Oh yeah, next to his horse every step of the way. I mean, completely <laughs> involved in everything. And if you folks don't think the trainers make a difference, man, man, oh, man, to see Barkley tag that involved was really incredible. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's a, you know, he's excited at his age to have a horse like Tis the Law and be coming into the Breeders' Cup Classic with a fresh horse who had a huge year and has a ton of talent. Um, I'm not surprised he's watching every inch of everything that horse does. Uh, he should. Um, it's kind of the horse of a lifetime for him to get him now is, is pretty amazing. And they've done a great job with that horse and he's got a big chance on Saturday. I'm so surprised that he hasn't won a breeder's cup race. Jason, I was shocked. I had to go back and look because they mentioned that yesterday. I was in shock. I mean, he won the Kentucky Derby with funny side. This guy's trained so many great turf horses. I just was really surprised that he hadn't won a Breeders' Cup race. Yeah, but I, it, it just shows you how hard it is. I mean, exactly, it just shows you, exactly you know, right. the likes of Baffert and Peter Miller out here and what Chad Brown is doing, and it's just so difficult to do. Um, but uh, so I think only a little part of me, Jason, is going to be rooting for him because I, I think I've already made my decision that that is not going to be my key horse in that race. But mm-hmm. – at least if that does happen, we'll know that, uh, boy, certainly he would deserve it. Yeah, it is super hard to win a Breeders' Cup. <laughs> it just, everything has to fall your way. Everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's amazing to see some of the trainers that have not. Um, but, uh, you know, it only takes the one to beat you, and everybody else is primed and ready to go. So it is, uh, you know, it, it's climbing the highest mountain. It really is, considering the level of competition and that it's worldwide. Um, uh, it, yeah, it's the real deal um and it's gonna be fun at keeneland this year so uh let's see what did we want to talk about um will you want to throw a horse out there uh or something at least for folks to think about for breeders cup friday i do i do jason okay. you know before we get to race seven on breeders cup friday which is the race i wanted to talk about something i don't think i've ever seen before jason i was talking to you about this uh yesterday but wesley ward <laughs> has six horses that are going to run uh, in the uh, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Sprint, and he has actually 10 entered. Yep. I, I have never, ever seen anything like that. I think we saw Lucas with a couple of mm-hmm. maybe five-horse entries, which was amazing when, when Breeders' Cup first started. I think there was a yep. five-horse entry that he had in the Breeders' Cup Distaff. And I remember my uncle saying, this is the greatest show bet of all time. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's going to pay 210 Don't even waste your time. Um, but, but seriously, uh, I have never seen anything like that. And actually, it puts a little wrinkle in trying to do it before because he's so, he's so cross-centered in all these grass races with these horses that, I'm, that it's really going to be difficult to determine which ones are going to go. But yes. I want to talk a little bit about race number seven, Jason, um, which is going to be the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. 
Um, and again, we don't know post positions. No, I would certainly be, you know, as as it, any turf course, maybe not as much as some. I would certainly rather be more toward the inside if I had my perfect pick with any of these horses. Probably be somewhere maybe four through ten. Um, I think the further the outside uh, is it, not going to be great. Um, so we'll hope for that. But anyway, here's my suggestion for the for the seventh race, which is the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. Um, the two-horse battleground is shipping in from Europe, and this is an Aiden O'Brien horse. I thought on tape this horse looked like an absolute monster. So I want you to include battleground in an exotic here. There's a long shot in here, and this is the horse that I would perhaps make a win bet on. It's a horse named Gretzky the Great. Mm-hmm. Very easy name to remember, Gretzky <laughs> the Great. Again, we don't have numbers yet. They haven't drawn post positions. But this horse is run in Canada and is trained by Mark Cassie. And I thought on tape this horse looked very good, and I also thought he chased a horse that's going to probably run in, 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 in the sprint race. And I don't see a whole lot of early gas in this race providing that some of these sprinters that are just on the fringe don't get in for Wesley Ward. And I think Gretzky the Great will have a forwardly placed trip and be a big, big number. And it really looks like this horse is getting better and better. I want you to use this one. The horse alphabetically next to him is a horse named Mustakeb. Mustakeb. And that horse really came flying at Keeneland, looked extremely good. The second best Euro to me was a horse named New Mandate. And then there's a horse next to him named Outador that I also liked that I thought ran very good for for uh, for Wesley Ward. I thought that was the best of the Wesley Ward horses. So here's the five horses, Jason. Mm-hmm. Gretzky the Great, Battleground, New Mandate, Outador, and Musakib in some sort of an exotic. Again, trying to be protective here, but the, the long shot play in the race is Gretzky the Great, who I think will be a very big number. So perhaps a win bet or a win in place bet on on Gretzky the Great, and we'll use those five in an exotic. All right, yeah, and he he ran only at Woodbine so far, right? I'm looking at one, two, three, four races at Woodbine for Gretzky the Great. Correct. All very impressive on tape, Jason. Uh, I I believe this horse will be a very big number. I don't have any problem with these horses shipping from Woodbine in this Mm -hmm. race, and certainly Mm -hmm. this trainer has had very good success in the Breeders' Cup, so we're going to get a very nice price, but... All visual on tape. I think this horse is getting better and better. He ran long for the first time last time. And again, I think this horse will be a very big number on a horse that's really on the improve. I think we got a little shot here yeah. at a big price. Yeah, he's got tactical speed, too, like you mentioned, uh, you know, to get position and be there, you know, turning for home. Um, yeah, he's interesting. And it is a very easy name to remember. Uh, Gretzky the Great. That's true. Uh, that's true. And, and a key, really, probably a key for him, Jason, is the fact that that hopefully some of those Wesley Wards that are just on the fringe don't get in, end up going in the sprint race. Right. Really would be important because they're just on the fringe. And if one of them starts scratching, I, I mean, Ward really has control of these races. It's, it's really crazy. It's almost like this is something that you want to wait till Monday where they do the mm-hmm. official draw and then you can go, here's where I'm at. But, yeah. Uh, I have never seen anything like that where, where Ward has so many horses entered in these three grass races. And I, I really didn't want to do a dirt race for Friday, Jason, because I'm really interested in, in the track and the draw. And I think we're going to get to see more, uh, you know, when they do that draw on Monday, we can get to make the final decisions there. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to throw some stuff out there for the folks. And that was great. There's definitely some, uh, there's five to, to look at there and one, especially 
uh, in Gretzky the Great as they go uh, the juvenile on grass. It's a flat mile. Uh, so, again, pretty short run of the first turn there. And it's funny, you know, these races were kind of put in there for the Europeans, and it's Wesley Ward who's taken the most advantage. <laughs> so He, he you know. has, and I'll tell you what, but remember, Jason, the Euros have done incredibly well in these races. The, the Philly race has been really dominated by Chad Brown. Mm-hmm. And the the the, the male ra- the uh, the colt race has been really dominated by Europeans. And remember, we had an aberration last year. They did not send, and I and I'm sure you mentioned this. I mean, we 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 hit the jackpot last year, Jason, a little bit by making one statement. We looked at all the euros and we said they're not sending their best horses. They sent their C string last year. I will tell you, I've been watching a lot of Europeans. I watched a lot of tape. You and I have spent a lot of time talking about all these races and the Europeans. The Euros are coming. Yeah. So whether you, you know, that doesn't mean don't bet an American horse, but I will tell you the Euros are here. There's a couple of races where I just went, wow. Now now you're talking. Whereas last year I'd watch and I'd say, well, this horse was fourth or fifth best in the race, or he was, you know, whatever. And even though the horse had finished third, I'm talking about the horse in the Breeders' Cup turf last year that ended up going up the shortest price there. It was like, it was seriously like the fourth or fifth best horse in all the races that he had been running in, and it just didn't make any sense. But this year, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, not the case. I think they're happy to go to Keeneland. I think the breeding angle is important. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're they're out in force this year. So uh, be, beware, folks. Um, they, they did send maybe let's call this like the A-minus, B-plus team, only because four or five top horses retired, you know, which happens uh, this time in the at the end of the year. But other than that, this is the, the cream of a very good crop uh, over there. So, um, yeah, it's going to be very, very exciting. That's as it should be. Um, in the Breeders' Cup. That's what we want. So, uh, all right, on top of that, they're running at Del Mar. They're in, they're in your backyard. This is what you like. Good time. Caught me by surprise. I mean, it really <laughs> has. It's just come, it, it, this meat is, I'm still, I'm not still 100% not still used to this meat. Uh, <laughs> just like it's here. I've been working so hard on Breeders' Cup. It's like, oh, Del Mar's running tomorrow. I better get going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. It's the turf festival is coming. Obviously, that's around Thanksgiving um, in about three weeks. But uh, the meet does start today, and uh, they're ready. There's a, a bunch of horses on the grounds. There's some shippers coming in, as expected, for the ship and win program. And, um, yeah, we got some good racing, and, uh, and this is your home track. So what do we have for the folks uh, today at Del Mar? Jason, we're going to go to race seven. It's the Catherine Crosby, a uh, little $75,000 added one-mile turf event. And... Uh, what really caught my eye, I know you mentioned the Ron McAnally horse, She's Our Charm, but what really caught my eye is before scratches, and again, make sure folks to check the scratches out here and see if there are any, uh, you know, that, that come in the next couple of hours in here. But boy, Jason, the one LER away really wants the front end. She's Our Charm really wants the front end. Cordiality, we know, is a one-way horse, really, really nice horse, and a reclaim that has been been very, very solid. And Kahara is trying the turf here today for Baffert. Uh, if all four of those run, I, I'd certainly like to see three of them run. Uh, <laughs> I just can't imagine them not hurting each other's chances. Again, a lot of speed in this race, hoping at least three or four of those run, or, or maybe all four go. Uh, Jason, I think the race sets up really well for a horse named Muchley, uh, that's going to be my play today. Uh, number five, Muchley, who did put blinkers on a couple races back. And if you look at where Muchley has been early in the races, uh, Rispoli had the horse fairly close to the lead two races back. Uh, 
And then the horse was close to the lead last time when Rispoli was gone and Cedillo was on the mountain. And this horse has really run two very good races in a row, was unable to catch Cordiality when Cordiality had the lead to herself. But even with the blinkers, the way Rispoli rides, Jason, he's so good at figuring this out. I just think he's going to avoid the speed duel, let her maybe get first run on the closers, but let her sit a little bit. And I'm sure with that being the case, that she'll be able to move over and save some ground because the horses to her inside are not all that quick. So I think uh, other than the two that we know are going to lead and Ellie are away and she's our charm. So a good draw, a good rider change back to Rispoli. Uh, I think Simon Callahan has just become an absolute top-notch trainer, and I think this one's getting getting going here and really finally put things together a couple races back. Muchly 5-1 to one is a very good value. Now, I tell you, I had a hard time choosing in here because there's another horse in here that I thought ran very, very well, and be aware that sometimes Rispoli gets bet down. Number two, never be enough, would be my strong second horse. And if this horse were to drift up to, say, 8-1, to one, with Tiago Pereira, and let's just say the five is ending up at three to one. I might do the old switcheroo here, Jason, but uh-huh. I think Never Be Enough has a really good shot. This horse has run very, very well, and in fact, if you go three races back, they ran a mile and three ace at Del Mar, which was probably too far for this horse, and this horse made the wide early run, which is almost impossible to do, especially in that three-turn distance of a mile and three ace. Went back up to Del Mar and had two very, very nice mile efforts, Again, sitting off the pace, but boy, Jason, if this horse can just duplicate that mile and three-ace race, very, very effective in here. Uh, Trainer hasn't done extremely well with shipping horses down here, and the fact that Tiago's in the irons versus Rispoli, I'm going to lean toward Rispoli here on Muchley, but again, only a slight difference to me in the chance to win, and if one horse drifts up over the other, uh, I would switch to the other horse now. I'm going to use one more horse in here, and that is Proud Emma. And that is, again, because I think this horse can sit. And even though she did not run very well on the grass for the first time, she's still in good form. I think she'll be coming from off the pace with Pratt, too, and I'm going to use her as a saver. So, for me, it's number five, Muchley. I'm going to play a nice win bet here. I will play a little bigger exacta with the two than I will with the three, but I'm going to play exacta boxes, five, two, and five, three in race seven. And if you want to play a trifecta in here, I would box two, three, and five. There you go. Yeah, and uh, again, a kind of a pace play because there's a lot of pace in this race and uh, looking for horses to come come get them late. Um, and uh, as you mentioned, if the price drifts up on the two enough, then that that could become the win bet. Um, and the two, yeah, is- you know, Jason, it's never in that situation. You talked about this a couple weeks ago, uh, where we, you know, where you might bet two horses. I don't think that's going to apply here. No. I would need both horses to drift up here. Remember, if you're betting two five to ones. You're chopping your price right in half right. that one of them has to win, and I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I, I would choose one over the other. On the other hand, next week you might be sitting there looking at the board and you say, "Wow, I like this horse at ten, and I like this horse at 20. Don't make a choice in that case, as you have said numerous right. times. Go ahead and bet both of those horses in that particular case. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Uh, it's it's a unique situation that <laughs> doesn't happen that often here at Del Mar or here in Southern California anymore. No. That that may just happen next week. Yeah, that's one to keep the eye on. That's a good point for Breeders' Cup because that really is about the only time that ever happens. But you get fourteen horse fields, and you do get some serious. Uh, contenders that are all of a sudden drifting up and you've got a horse, you know, you've got two horses, like you said, one's 18 to one, the other's, you know, 13. That's a situation where you can bet both. Maybe you bet a little bit more on one than the other, but, uh, you know, Breeders' Cup is really the one time that that does happen or can happen. And uh, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Um, So, all right, again, the seventh race, the Catherine Crosby five with two, three, kind of in that order. Uh, a nice mile turf race with some uh, some good. Well, it's a very competitive race. Very nice, uh, very nice race there. Um, all right, Steve, back to work. Tapes to watch, workouts to see. A lot, <laughs> a lot to do. And uh, I know you'll be ready for the folks uh, Thursday night for Friday, and then Friday night for Saturday. And we are going to offer the uh, the big boy for Saturday. Correct. That is correct, Jason. Yeah, that is correct. And again, for those of you who haven't have, haven't listened for a while, it's the same horses, Jason. We we what we will do with that is we will give you an opportunity to play Superfectus, put together pick fives, stuff that is maybe made for bigger betters. If you're if if you have a bankroll of maybe four or five thousand dollars that you're okay playing, that's the kind of bankroll this is set up for. If that's not the situation for you, you're going to get the same horses on the other line. This is just more designed for people that, that are able to or want to bet a little bit more mm-hmm. on the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, go deeper in, in pretty much every race. You're going to go you know, pretty deep for them for tries, supers, et cetera, and uh, be able to spread a little bit more with a bigger bankroll. So that's, that's the big boy, um, and that will be for Breeders' Cup Saturday. Whew. All right. I, I, you know, I'm with you. I'm, I'm ready to just get back to it. This is, uh, this is fun. Um, Steve, as always appreciate it. And, uh, I know we'll be talking this week and, uh, we'll be talking on the air a week from now, um, for Breeders Cup Saturday. So have yourself a great weekend and a great week. Everybody have a great, great day out there. Enjoy yourselves and, uh, watch the draw on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Very important. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, Roger Neubauer going to join me representing Thoroughgraph, followed by Jay Friedlander. You're listening to Inside Racing on AM 1150. The Patriot AM 1150. Bet and watch horse racing online with Naira Bets. Naira Bets players enjoy best-in-class video featuring live races and instant replays in HD, exclusive promotions to earn more points on every bet, and an easy-to-use app that makes betting simple, safe, and secure. With Naira Bets, you receive exclusive Ticketmaster selections and expert picks to help make your selections. Get in the game and experience the thrill of horse racing by signing up for Naira Bets today and earn a $200 new member bonus with promo code JASON20. Join today at NairaBets.com or download the NairaBets app to get started. Ever find yourself missing your favorite KEIB shows when you're away from SoCal? 
Take KEIB with you wherever you go with the iHeartRadio app for your smartphone. You can hear all your favorite radio stations, hosts, music, and even create your own station. Go to Patriot.la and download it now. And never miss a Rushism, Hannity, Beck, a local story, or anything KEIB has to say. Download it now. The iHeartRadio app for your smartphone. And heart KEIB wherever you go. <laughs> Unmistakable. So this is in honor of uh, Sean Connery, who passed away, I guess, last night or early this morning at age 90. Quite a career and uh, too many. The quintessential James Bond. Sean Connery. All right. Whew, we're back. Oh, he's, he's from over there. I bet, he, I bet he enjoyed horse racing. He did a couple movies that had some racing in it. Um, all right. A quick note. Uh, DRF, a place for a tremendous amount of information for you. Um, so for all the Breeders' Cup news, workouts, uh, odds, you name it, to keep up with everything, go to drf.com slash bc. drf.com slash bc. All the news is there. And also all the packages with the past performances, clock reports, player guide, etc. Also at drf.com slash bc. So be aware that uh, the information is out there for you. And uh, definitely got some information already. Um, and some of it from Thoroughgraph, uh, because you got to have that uh, if you really want to do some damage. Speaking of which, last Saturday, uh, Biddy Duke, horse that uh, Steve gave out uh, three races back, I believe, or four races back. She's been running about every two weeks for Doug O'Neill, and she's tiny and has maybe the biggest heart in Southern California. Um, and she did it again, coming back uh, at 9-1 to one as a best bet and uh, winning the feature last week, paying twenty twenty. Uh, that was nicely done by uh, J.J. Hernandez riding, and really, Biddy Duke just, just refused to lose. Right, Roger? Yeah. <laughs> something else. Yeah, she is something. you got to love horses like that. I mean, it just wants to win, just does not want to let anybody beat her, and she's just tiny. I mean, you know, there's there's small horses, and then there's some you're like, wow, is she little? And she is that. And um, But, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes. She's like the Muggsy Bogues of, uh, of thoroughbred racing. Um, she's just... Good analogy. Yeah, all all heart, a tremendous talent, and just uh, a fighter. She wants to get there, so that was well done by you guys, uh, among other things, last weekend. Um, and here we go. Um, yeah, good racing today, uh, but this is just the prelude to uh, the avalanche of opportunities that hit Friday and Saturday of next week. So um, I know you've been doing some work as well. I've got my uh, thoroughgraph pre-entries, a couple hundred horses to look through there, and uh, I'm doing a pretty good job getting through it. How about you? Yeah, uh, I am, and uh, I, I certainly uh, agree with you on the horse and the turf, um, you know, uh, uh, Lord North. Um, you know, the horse came back on 10 days and paired up big numbers earlier uh, this year. Uh, yep. As we've talked, the last race was a complete toss. So at any price, um, you know, I agree 100% with you on that one. Yeah, I think you just have to use him. If he's not your key, fine, but beware, because if you don't use him in a pick four or pick three or, you know, the pick five, he he's going to be motoring late. Um, and, uh, yeah, watch out. Um, whew, yeah, I'm excited. Ready to, ready to go right now. I have to wait a week. Um, i put the brakes on. But uh, the draw is Monday. That's going to be huge. Um, there's some horses that will be, will be affected. I'm always reminded I'm – I'm sure I told the story before, but being at the draw, God, it's 20 years ago, I guess. 
um, and when Officer, the big two-year-old for Bob Baffert, who everybody thought could not possibly lose, uh, drew the rail um, in the uh, in the juvenile, and Baffert just just started cursing like a sailor and just stomped out of the room. <laughs> so, the draw has uh, has ramifications for sure. Um, so uh, that that's Monday. So we'll know uh, very very early where everybody's at and be able to make some adjustments from there. So. Uh, it's nice that they get things done early, isn't it? Did not used to be the case. Right, it is nice, and it's uh, it's huge. Uh, uh, as Steve pointed out at Keeneland, uh, the draw is going to be everything. And uh, uh, Jerry does a seminar uh, for the Breeders' Cup that will be available Tuesday or Wednesday, but, boy, he's not making any decisions until he sees the draw in some of those races. Yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, the seminar available at thoroughgraph.com, uh, usually Wednesday, but the draw is a little early, so maybe it will be up a little earlier, right? Yeah, possibly. Just check back, and if you're on the email list, you'll be notified. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There you have it. All right. Um, so, what are we doing? Uh, what are we doing today? Where do you want to start? We're going to go uh, to the seventh race at Belmont, and uh, this um, mm-hmm. the overall cards and the betting opportunities caught me by a little uh, surprise today. I wasn't uh, expecting much given the Breeders' Cup coming up. We actually found uh, a few nice races to attack here, and we're going to go with race seven at Belmont Park. And one of the keys to this race is reading the condition. It's not a typical state-bred non-winner of one other than. It's a non-winner of 13,000 other than. So I don't know if this is a normal condition or not up there or not, uh, Jay, but it just uh, uh, Jason, but it just happens to fit uh, uh, one of the horses that we really like in right. here, and that is number five, Gemography, at 15 to 1 morning line. This horse has been uh, won five races been first or second 11 out of 19 yeah. and two of uh this one's wins uh were actually for twelve thousand six hundred dollars just under the wire yeah that's uh you know you talk about a horse fitting the conditions i mean this this may be the, the all-time record first of all I've, I've not seen that condition so good call and he, this is literally sneaking in on right underneath so uh yeah he really fits on that that's it's kind of it's almost funny um, but it's good to find, especially when he's fifteen to one morning line. And there's a there's a Pletcher horse and a Nevin horse in there that are going to be bet. Uh, this one came out uh, as a new horse, as a four year old, um, not completely out of the ordinary for Big Brown uh, progeny. But got down to a six, reacted to that, got right back to the six with trouble. Trainer change today to Mark Hennig at fifteen to one morning line. This is this is definitely our key. We'll play that one to win in place. All right. Again, that's the five gemography in race seven at Belmont. And uh, we're using a couple others, right? Yes, we're going to use uh, Rican, uh, number uh, six, six, at seven to two morning line. Paired sixes earlier in the year. Seems to be working way back. But gets a huge break in weights and has speed. Four to seven pounds from everybody in the field and uh, should be on the front end. So uh, we're going to use uh, that one at 7-2, to two, and we're going to use another uh, price, number 7 troubleshooter for Jeremiah Englehart and Luis Saez. Uh, just made a, a nice little uh, inching forward move uh, in the two races this year and seems to be uh, sitting on a good one today at a big price. All right, and again, that's the 7, so it's five, six, seven in here with the key being the 5 gemography. Uh, in the uh, exacta and try box, and then the win bet is on. And went, I guess maybe win in place, right? On the five because of the yes, yeah. yeah, at that price, yes, win in place. Yeah, okay. And again, that's this is race seven on, like you said, a surprisingly uh, nice card at Belmont. There's some opportunities here, and this is the race kind of in between 
all the stakes races. There's three of them. This is the race in between, race seven, five with six, seven, geography, fitting the conditions <laughs> at, uh, at Belmont Park. Um, all right, you want to go from there to Churchill? We'll go to Churchill, race nine. And, you know, we're, since we're on the topic of conditions, this this is as tough a possible condition as you can write. It's not a stakes race, right? Yeah. I mean, nine yeah. winner or four other than or a hundred fifty thousand dollar claiming. Yeah, what are the odds somebody dumps in one hundred and fifty for one of these horses? I'm going. I don't think it's too high. I don't go. I'm going no. But yeah, again, really interesting condition for for what? Like, yeah, this is everything. You know, technically not a stakes race. We'll just that that could have been the condition. Yes. Yes, it could have. <laughs> So we're going to be uh, against uh, the two favorites, endorsed and uh, fact-finding. Fact-finding in particular should really bounce. I know a lot of people will look at that and think wire to wire, and I guess that's always possible, but he just jumped, has jumped up so much. So we're going to key on some others in no particular order and uh, just make a note that we're going to bet on any of these at 12 to 1 or more. Okay. The first one's number four, uh, MG Warrior. Um Loves uh, Brad Cox, loves Churchill Downs, uh, two wins, uh, two places, and four lifetime starts at yeah. Churchill Downs. Loves the distance, Cox off the layoff, should drop right down to the rail once the two shoots out of their fact-finding and sit the rail trip right behind the speed. Uh, Cox is good off the layoff. This one can fire a big number. So at 12 to 1 morning line, this is one of the horses we're using. Mm-hmm. That's the four. We will use number five, Thirst for Life, a 10-to-1 morning line. If you look at this one's thoroughbred as a five-year-old, ran big numbers and then knocked them out completely, and then ran another big number, knocked out completely. For this year, this year uh, um, bounced real quick uh, after the big number on 12 days rest, but worked his way right back to the zero and coming back, uh, coming back in reasonable time, about five weeks. So this one's going to be much more than 10 to 1. Uh, if you just look at the odds from its last couple races, I think he'll be much more than 10 to 1 and definitely a use. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the kind of horse that we always say, Jason, at 10 to 1 you use, at 2 to 1 you toss. Right. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> just, it's, it's the value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the five thirst for life. Yeah, very interesting pattern on this horse, like you said. And at, at the price, which you will get, you got to use them. We will use number six, rated our superstar at 15 to 1 morning, morning line. Two off races this year, both of them at 10 furlongs. Other than that, just over the last, you can look at his career. This is just a hard knocking horse that, yep. uh, that fires. Yeah, no, he's, he's good. Uh, he gives it his all, like you said, and especially at the right distance, which he's getting today. And the last one we'll use is number 11, Plainsman at 10 to 1 morning line. This is another one for Brad Cox. This horse, the last four races, uh, has not uh, been very, has not run very well for uh, Shug McGahee and then for his uh, son. Uh, but Cox is a layoff trainer. Cox had this horse before, and if you look at the four races that this uh, horse ran for Cox, <laughs> they're basically all in the one to zero range mm-hmm. uh, as a three-year-old. So if he has the magic uh, touch today and can get back anywhere near that um, and work out outer trip from the outside. Um, that one's going to be key as well. So it's the four horses. You can definitely box the four, right? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Four, five, yeah. six, eleven is definitely one way to play this. Exact to try, and if you want to, super. Um, and then any of them to win at the right price, right? Which, let's say, 10 or 12 Correct. to 1 or more. Absolutely. Yeah, there we go. Four, five, six, eleven in race 9. Uh, at Churchill Downs, not a stakes race, but uh, definitely stakes quality horses and uh, playing against the two favorites in there. And let's uh, finish up at Del Mar, race five. Race five, and we're going to go with number eight, Loud Loud Music in here. This one uh, for Steve Miotti, uh has run the fastest turf uh, number in the field, uh, although it was at a sprint uh, distance. But there's mm-hmm. nothing to suggest that this horse can't stretch out. I mean, with the breeding uh one sibling ran faster in the route than uh, the sprint, and also um, limited data on Tiz Bud, but uh, so far his horses have run faster at the distance as opposed to uh, the shorter distances. So the last race uh, was an off race, and getting back to the turf today, um, we're hoping that this one wakes up at 6-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the eight loud, loud music uh, going to be the key you're going to use with. We're going to use number one, Anne Angel, a uh, pair of 11s uh, at some minor tracks. I actually found a replay of this This horse won at 80 to 1, uh, breaking its maiden. And uh, But paired 11s, uh, uh, which are nice, uh, a nice break in first Lasix. So this one should be uh, uh, ready to move forward today. And the last one we'll use is number seven, Avenue de France, uh, paired 10s. Uh, in the last two and should be sitting on a very uh, nice forward move with about five weeks into today. Okay. And again, this is race five uh, at Del Mar. So the key, the outside, uh, Philly, loud, loud music. California uh, owner, breeder, Nick Alexander, trainer Steve Miotti with the one and seven, correct? Correct. Correct. And you found and you found uh, uh, the race from Beverly in uh, in the UK on tape. Well done. That's. <laughs> I, I was just taking a shot, plugging the name <laughs> into my uh, wagering platform, and all three races were there. There you go. Um, yep, smaller tracks over in the UK, and you found them. And this horse did score in a nine horse field at eighty to one back in June, and this uh, is making first. A U.S. start for Richard Baltus, very good trainer today, and that's the one, Anna Angel, who's one of the three in here, uh, the key being the eight with one seven. And, again, it's race five at Del Mar. And, uh, Roger, anything else, or were you uh, ready to leave you to go back to work? Yeah, no, I just uh, I would just say uh, uh, one thing about the um, turf races on Friday is don't be concerned about the, the Euros, the the, Eng- uh, the U.K. horses, the French horses that have only run maybe six furlongs, stretching out to a mile. Uh, uh, those courses over there get those horses extremely fit. Um, you know, it's a, it's a walk in the park going a mile at Keeneland compared to uh, any distance at Newmarket up and down those hills. So, yeah, uh, no, that's a very good point. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't let the distance. Yeah. Now I've seen I've seen those horses uh, those courses I've actually walked some of them and uh, there's some fairly steep hills that they run up 
there uh, that, like you said, a six and a half or a seven furlong race is really the same as a mile. They also have training gallops that, you know, mimic that, and uh, they really get the fitness into the horses, so that's a great point. Appreciate that, sir. All right, get back to work. Let's make some money this weekend, build the bankroll, and and we'll have at it, and we'll talk to you next Saturday, which will be Breeders' Cup Saturday. Sounds great, Jason. Can't wait. (laughs) All right, me either. Roger Neubauer representing Thoroughgraph. They're ready to go with three very interesting plays today. And, of course, we'll have uh, three more next Saturday. So we're going to take our final break. Remind you that there's opportunity to uh, set up a new account at Naira Bets. Jason20 or Jason25 are the codes. And uh, we'll be right back with Jay Friedlander right after this. The Patriot, AM 1150. Bet and watch horse racing online with Naira Bets. Naira Bets players enjoy best-in-class video featuring live races and instant replays in HD, exclusive promotions to earn more points on every bet, and an easy-to-use app that makes betting simple, safe, and secure. With Naira Bets, you receive exclusive Ticketmaster selections and expert picks to help make your selections. Get in the game and experience the thrill of horse racing by signing up for Naira Bets today and earn a $200 new member bonus with promo code JASON20. Join today at at NairaBets.com or download the Naira Bets app to get started. You're listening to The Patriot, AM 1150. <laughs> Diamonds are forever. They are all I need to please me. All right. They We're back. James Bond was classy. Me. And not just a stone-cold killer, just what they've turned him into for some reason. Sean Connery, no longer with us, but left quite a legacy. All right, again, a quick reminder, Naira Bets, sign up, Jason25. You get the free $25 bet. And uh, also a reminder that the uh, mandatory payouts are tomorrow at Belmont Park. Um, and uh, right now they're sitting on a pretty nice pick-six carry over the Empire Six. So the opportunity is there in Naira Bets as well. All right, let's bring on our man Jay. Jay, good morning. Good morning, Jason. How are you, sir? It's a, a nice uh, nice pick four last uh, Saturday at Del Mar. Um, and one of the horses in there, the pick four paid th- over $300, 322 And one of the keys was uh, getting 7-2 to two on a horse that we're going to see in the Breeders' Cup. Uh, Bob Baffert's going to run classier, who made his debut last Saturday. Uh, did not get bet like a lot of Bafferts do, and won for fun and uh, was a key to your uh, pick four, and he's going to run in the juvenile. Yeah, he was a single, and I was really surprised that Bob was going to bring him back so fast, but uh, Bob's done this before, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, he's one of the, you know he's one of those trainers uh, that uh, he, he sees the talent, he's willing to take a shot, and um, you know bringing him back in two weeks, fine. It did not look like the race took too much out of him. Uh, he was geared down to win very easily. And um, so he's going to take a shot at the big boys. Uh, and why not? Um, they're all lightly raced these days. So the fact that he's only got one race, hey, <laughs> throw him in there and uh, and see what happens. And also, I should mention, you picked the wrong race uh, last week at Belmont because one of your other best bets, Collegeville Girl, got up and paid $48. So uh, <laughs> well done, sir. And uh, we got a couple nice emails from folks who, who got the, throw, uh, the uh, excuse me, the Belmont full card. And uh, whew, forty-eight dollar best bets. Those those will work. So you're still smiling from that one, I would think. <laughs> yeah, that was a nice one. Uh, Exacta paid nice too. Exacta paid something like two hundred bucks. So, yes, uh, it, 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, it was a good race to play, and uh, you know it, the Belmont card is very deep today as well. So mm-hmm. and there's some uh, opportunities on that card as well. Yeah, there are. You want to start there? Yeah, yeah. But before we do, let's uh, make sure we get this in uh, Friday. You know, the tradition of giving out something for the Friday card yep. uh, for the Breeders' Cup, and uh, we're going to kick it off. Let's go to uh, race six, which is the uh, Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf Sprint. And, uh, you know, Wesley Ward, as you mentioned, has a lot of horses, a lot of them uh, written in the last race by Arad Ortiz. So uh, it'll be curious, uh, you know, to see which one he puts Ortiz on. But he, I don't think he's been putting Ortiz on this one, and that's uh, number four in the, in the uh, that's alphabetically number four, uh, Campanelle. Uh, and Campanelle uh, started his career uh, at Gulfstream Park, and like many Wesley uh, Ward of his best uh, stock, he sends it over to the big Ascot meet and uh, did really well over there. Uh, ran in the Group Two Queen Mary, won that, and then uh, decided to try her against males in the big race over there, the big sprint race for two-year-olds, uh, the Grade One uh, Darley Prix Morny, and uh, in uh, over in uh, Deauville in France, a track that you know very well. Yep. Uh, and um, he did well there too. Uh, just uh, thumped males as well. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> really liking uh, number four Campanelle and. I I expect uh, Len Franco de Tori's not going to let uh, Arad Ortiz have this one. I think he's coming over to ride. Uh, so uh, we'll play a trifecta here. We'll use uh, two other Wesley Ward horses, of course. Uh, we'll use uh, Golden Powell, who right now is numbered number six, probably won't be in the draw. Uh, Wesley Ward horse that uh, just won the Skidmore over at Saratoga and uh, finished um, you know, well in the uh, Norfolk in the Ascot meet. And we'll use uh, down near the bottom, we'll use number uh, 11 in your uh, current uh, post positions, but again, that's alphabetical. It's not going to be number 11. Uh, Royal Approval, who was second to Campanelle at Gulfstream Park. So uh, liking those, so it's basically Campanelle on top of Golden Pal and Royal Approval. So play Campanelle with Golden Pal with Royal Approval with all Campanelle with all with Golden Pal. You know, basically a one with all with those two and then a saver with those two with Campanelle and with all. Uh, the one proviso I put in, Arad Ortiz is the rider of record on a bunch of these. I would throw in a third horse if Arad Ortiz does not wind up on either Golden Pal or uh, uh, Royal Approval, which is possible. He's also the rider of record on Altador, who's undefeated. Yep, so, yep. very interesting race. Yeah, very interesting race, and will be very interesting to see the draw and which jocks end up on which horses. But yeah, Campanelle was brilliant uh, in Europe. You can't do better than sending her over and winning both races, uh, Royal Ascot, and then the big one at Deauville. That's it's unheard of, um, but he's doing different things and breaking records all the time, and uh, she's going to come back and, and be ready to roll on Friday for sure. Um, all right, so yeah. that's Breeders' Cup Friday, and uh, let's jump in and, and quickly uh, hammer out a couple for today. Let's start at Belmont. Let's do it. We'll look at uh, race eight, uh, the Awad uh Number 12, uh, Wooten Asset is the 4-1 to favorite, so anytime you know uh, it's 4-1, to it's a very competitive race. Yeah. Uh, Wooten Asset is a horse that uh, I gave out on the card, finished a very strong second, closed, yes. and just missed by a nose uh, in the uh, Laurel Futurity on uh, Preakness Day. Uh, and there's a couple other horses in that race uh, that are in this race, uh, and that includes uh, number uh, 5, Kidnapped, uh, who draws a Rad Ortiz, who gets off, uh, and he uh, was the uh, Maiden uh, rider, a number two Catman, did not have as good uh, in terms of success on Catman in his maiden, but Catman actually came and upset uh, the field in the Laurel Futurity. I like another horse I gave out, uh, and uh, that's number seven, Space Launch. Uh, Space Launch uh, made his debut at Belmont and uh, just kind of 
cruised up and uh, just uh, passed yeah. a nice field, including Scarlet Sky, who came back to win. Uh, Space Launch uh, is uh, from Christophe Clement. Manuel Franco is one of his go-to riders, along with Joel Rosario, and he's clicking at 30%, liking number seven Space Launch to beat the uh, Laurel Fraternity crew and take the award today. Yeah, Christophe Clement, what a year. I mean, it just doesn't stop. You know, meet after meet after meet, the guy's horses are just firing. This one was brilliant first time out at 9-1. to one. I think you get five or six to one on him in here. Um, yeah, he's a really nice two-year-old that I, you know, just just below Breeders' Cup level. Um, that's what this race is for. So the seven space launch in race eight at Belmont. Uh, so win bet. Anything else? Play a trifecta five with those three horses I mentioned. I don't have to name them again. Uh, five with two seven twelve with all five with all with two seven twelve two seven twelve with five with all and then box all four is the favorite two five seven twelve. Okay, and again, that's race eight at Belmont Park. Uh, and we will quickly jump from there to opening day at uh, Del Mar, where the turf meets the surf. We're back in action um, through uh, late November. Looking forward to it. So where are we jumping in today? Let's close it out with a winner. Uh, let's close it out. Uh, we're just going to go to the favorite here because I think he's just too good. And sometimes uh, you, know, you do that and uh, you make your money on the exotics. Uh, number three, Petruccio. Had a couple of uh, nice sprints as preps for this. And then uh, number three, Petruccio uh, got what he really wanted, which was to get on turf and go around the ground. Opened up in the stretch and then just fell a little bit short. Uh, was not quite legged up enough first time on turf. And uh, today I think um, he's nine to five. You're not going to get nine to five. You might not get even money. Uh, but if you get three to five or four to five, Petruccio is still a win bet. Obviously, nothing else but a win bet. But uh, really like Petruccio here with Mike Smith taking the reins. I think Flavian was entered on a, another horse that didn't make the final draw here. So Mike Smith benefits from that for Richard Mandela. Number three, Petruccio. Okay, we playing any exotics? We are, yeah. Let's play uh, with uh, three horses. I'm just going to give out the numbers because uh, mm-hmm. we're a little short on time. Uh, we have a, a second here. Number four, uh, Mount Pellier. Number seven, KP Aim High. Number nine, Heliochrome. And the first time starter, uh, number 13, Oncoming. And we'll play it like this. We'll play the... Uh, the uh, a trifecta three with four seven nine thirteen with all uh and then we'll play uh, a dollar trifecta three with four seven nine thirteen with four seven nine thirteen so with the best picks we'll have it three times and then a little saver three with two six eight those are the three first time starters just in case somebody goes crazy with four seven nine thirteen oh, okay that's an interesting one throwing that in in case one of the first timers pops up and runs a big race at a big price but the key the three petruccio in race nine to close out the first day at Del Mar. Jay, appreciate it. Uh, Great job. We'll talk to you next Saturday on Breeders' Cup Day. we got to finish it off here. So thank you, sir. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next week right here at 7. Go vote and go get them. KEIB Los Angeles. This is The Patriot. AM 1150. Broadcasting throughout the Southland and all over the world on iHeartRadio. The Patriot, AM 1150. The following is a sponsored program that does not reflect the opinions or policies of KEIB AM 1150, The Patriot, or iHeartMedia. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.